You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for being with us here at NapaBroadcasting.com. Think of all the issues that are crucial to the Napa Valley these days. Water, traffic, development, housing, schools. All of them are front and center in American Canyon, in some ways almost on steroids. We're going to talk about that today with the newest member of the American Canyon City Council. He is David Oro. He was recently appointed to the council to fill the seat that was vacated by Bilia Ramos. And it is my pleasure to welcome him here to NapaBroadcasting.com. David, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It is a delight to have you here. Before we uh, talk about the all things American Canyon, talk a little bit about yourself for a few minutes and give our listeners a little sense of, of your history and how you came to American Canyon in general and uh, ultimately to want to get involved in local politics. Yeah, I've been in American Canyon for about 12 years now. We, My wife and I moved from San Francisco, um, and we have three kids there now. It's important to note that we did not have three kids when we moved to American Canyon, so we started a family there. Something in the water, obviously. Something in the water. There's plenty of uh, multiple, more than two and a half kids per household in there. There's a lot of, lot of families down in American Canyon. How did you make the decision to move from, from San Francisco to American Canyon? Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, I'm actually a military brat, so I've been around the world a lot, but I went to high school in Sacramento, and uh, interestingly enough... I actually spent some time not too far away from here. My dad was uh, stationed at Travis Air Force uh-huh. Base. Um, so we were pretty close, even when I was in the younger age. But um, my wife, uh, she's from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And uh, she went to school at NYU. Um, I was living in San Francisco. Her and I actually met in Hong Kong, where I was working at the time. And we lived in Beijing. Moved back to San Francisco. After living in cities that large, San Francisco felt like a village, right? Right. And uh, one thing that she had never done in her life was move to the suburbs. She's always been a city girl. <laughs> She's always wanted a house with a yard and, like, you know, to play out in front. And and I was like, oh, you don't want that. The city life is good. But we gave it a shot. And what we, we came out to American Canyon, um, actually, we had no idea where it was. But it was in the news at the time. Um, and it was in the news because of the Walmart that was being built there. So if wow. everybody recalls that, we I were watching on well. KTVU on our couches in San Francisco. And we had come out for a Greenbelt Alliance hike in the hills on um, Mount Veter to go check out a waterfall. I forget exactly where it was. But on the way back from that trip, we came down Highway 29 and saw that this was American Canyon. And uh, we checked out some homes. We realized that, you know what, this could be a nice place to check out. We're in Napa County. Uh, I don't work in wine. I work in technology. So I said, there's a ferry right there. If I ever want a job in the city, there's an easy commute. And uh, we had looked at the East Bay. We looked at Sonoma. We looked at Novato and uh, Petaluma. But it didn't make sense just because of that commuting option, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And uh, we took a chance and moved out here. And we've been out here ever since. We've got a a lot of new friends. Great friends, actually, and really have uh, planted some roots here in Napa County. And talk a little bit about the tech side of your life when you're not uh, involved in American Canyon politics. Well, for the started out my career at a big PR agency called uh, Fleischman Hillard, and I spent some time working in technology, rode the dot-com boom um, in the city, and then I ended up in Asia because of... Uh, some one of our clients happened to be AOL at the time, and they wanted me to go up help launch AOL Hong Kong. Um, that project happened, and I ended up being in Asia for four and a half years, a year and a half in 
Hong Kong in two and a half years in Beijing. And that's a big change to American Canyon. That's a big change in American Canyon, right? We got to see a little bit of the world. It was a good, it was it was great for my wife and I um, to be out there and uh, you know come back home having all that experiences. Well, let's talk about how those experiences really involve and influence your perspective in looking at some of these American Canyon issues. For you know, I think that most of my listeners for all these years know that whenever the subject of traffic comes up here in Napa County, I sort of laugh at it because compared to traffic in LA or traffic in other big cities, it's like a joke. It's not really traffic. It's just a tiny little delay. Um, you've seen some horrible traffic in some pretty big, big cities and big places. Talk about how that informs how you look at some of these issues locally. Yeah, well, you know, let me take a step back first. You know, you asked about how we ended up in American Canyon. I, I see the city as having an enormous potential. Like when I actually decided to move there, there was two things that I heard that beyond the proximity and the commute and uh, where it was located was that they're going to build a new high school and they were going to build the town center, right? And this brand new state of the heart high school is the envy of, I think, of any public school in at least Northern California. And then there was this town center, which was an important part to me, right? So um, Sonoma has a town center, Petaluma has one, even mm -hmm. Novato has theirs. Uh, and Napa, you've seen what happened with Napa's downtown as it's come, it's totally been revitalized since right. we've moved here. Um, those are the things that I wanted to see come across and come happen. What's happened, though, in terms of traffic, which, to your question, it happens two times a day, <laughs> early in the morning and in the afternoon. Um, there's about 50,000 cars that come through American Canyon each day on a weekday. Only a third of that is American Canyon traffic. That leaves two-thirds for regional pass-through traffic. Remind your listeners that we're only a city of 20,000 people. There's no way we can create 50,000 um, trips a day because of that. Um, I, I think that isn't a problem that needs to be addressed. When I was applying for this position, um, I, was in, I, I stressed, and I think the city is starting to do that now, that it's a regional issue. Right. And so American Canyon gets blamed for hosting the traffic, but it's not our traffic. This is truly a regional issue and needs to be um, solved regionally. We're doing all we can in our city with the cooperation of, you know, where we can with Caltrans, always speaking to the county. Right. But there's more players that need to be involved in order to fix the, the, the traffic situation in 29. I think that there's a general consensus these days that most traffic issues, that most uh, issues concerning you know roads, construction, are regional issues here in the North Bay these days. Why do you think there's been such resistance, particularly on the county's part and the transportation agency's part, this resistance to looking at the American Canyon problem as a county problem or a regional problem? Well, there have been steps to look at it a regional problem. A few years ago, I chaired the NVTA uh, Citizen Advisory Committee for SI29, SR29, which looked at um, improving the highway from Highway 37 all the way up to Truncus Boulevard. 
And that involved many regional voices, all the way from the county line in American Canyon, all the way up to Calistoga. Um, and I think we all focused on this little two-mile stretch in American Canyon, which is basically um, Napa Junction Road to just north of the Walmart to American Canyon, Canyon Road, right? Um, and we focused on a lot of our efforts there. What hasn't been applied to it was people contributing to solving that issue. And I don't know if it's necessarily the unwillingness to do it. I think it's a classic government funding issue. There's no money to it. And so Napa County and Napa and everybody other city in the valley has its own traffic issues. There's, I, I argue if you built that South Skull flyover, it'll save me five minutes from a commute in the morning getting north, right? Easy to do. That's a big project that needs to be done. And the county just completed a big project with the Jamison Canyon Road thing. That had to be done. That was probably a bigger problem there. Um, but at the same time, cities, I think, or the county and the region need to take steps to think about traffic impact fees, something that we've instituted in American Canyon, either with either new, with, for new developers and new development to pay an impact fee based on trip generation of... Uh, how many trips they'll be taking. So we've instituted that for any new development and in the and in our Green Island Road District, which right. is our of course the, pro park. the problem with the impact fees is to your point earlier, this is not all American Canyon generated traffic. This is a lot of it coming as as you say as pass through traffic. It is totally pass through traffic. So there have been seventy nine new wineries and unincorporated uh, Napa County that have been built in Napa County since I've been here, past 10 years or so. Hmm. Not one has had a traffic impact fee, right? Every day, American Canyon hosts traffic for people who can't afford to live in Napa Valley, right? They'll pass through through Solano County. They're either take James Canyon, and a lot of them are taking these roads from, I don't know where they're coming from, but probably from Vallejo or Benicia or et cetera. Um, our ask is we're doing our part, really, to mitigate this traffic as much as we can let's get some regional measures done to try to support us or some prioritization to get this through absent that what are the potential solutions because well, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of will to to get everybody else to participate well so one of the things that i argued for right um in my application process to the council in the interview process that i went through was i think We've actually been too fixated on Highway 29, right? And so as we adjusted, there's about $6.1 million in the traffic impact fee in American Canyon. It's going to be applied someplace. Um, the way I've understood it is that they're going to load it up for Highway 29. So usually when you try to apply for state funding, if you can have some matching, matching funds, funds, you're right. going to get a little bit more. Well, there are other opportunities, right? And so if we look at... Devlin Road extension, right, which the county has to build a part of Trower Road. We can extend it all the way down the Green Island Road. And there's a little road back there that says Commerce Boulevard. It's not going to be a main thoroughfare or a true alternative. But if you were to take that and build Devlin Road all the way up to the airport, you're going to take several hundred cars off the, off the highway every hour, So, especially the trucks, right? So that's all industrial area. And there's also another opportunity 
with regards to extending Newell Drive. Which is the most logical solution. So the Newell Drive thing, so the capacity of American uh, SR-29 is about 4,500 cars per hour. If you're at that, you're stopped, you're mad at your public officials, Caltrans, <laughs> and all these people passing through. With the Newell extension, the way it's planned in our circulation element that we did, that the, that the city put together in 2013, it's, traffic estimates are about 30, we could take off 3,500 cars per hour with the Newell extension. That leaves you with plenty of room to alleviate traffic in the city of American Canyon. So now, and this is what I've been calling it, it's sort of a bypass or an alternate route. It's our Silverado Trail. Right. Right, and it's something that we can do. You combine Newell, we invest in Newell, and we invest in Devlin Road. I think you can alleviate traffic for the short term while we look for long-term solutions of widening that highway to three lanes on each side. Why is, and I've seen estimates around $25 million and above for the Newell Drive extension, why is that so expensive? Do you have a sense of that? It seems very high compared to, to other road projects. Well, um, I don't have the exact numbers of why, but first of all, the, the land there was for sale recently for $10 million, right. right? And so that was just farmland there, so it's expensive. There's at-grade crossing that we need to do with the railroad there that will add mm. to the expense. Plus, when it comes out on the Newell Extension 229 where Green, Line, where Green Island Road is right. or Paoli Loop, you're going to have to build an interchange there, right? Um, and that in itself, with traffic studies and lights and grading and right-of-way, um, there's a few— Fifteen years yeah. at least. Um, I think there's a will, though. I think there's a will. I'm hearing there's a will between the county, the landowners, and the developers to um, find a way to get it done. And I'm hopeful um, that we will come to at least a paper solution in a— in, in a very short amount of time. There was once a proposal on the table. It was many, many years ago. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I've never actually seen the, the conceptual work on it. But there was talk once of trying to do an extension that went from 80, essentially, directly out to 29, going sort of through that area there where, like where Newell Drive is. Hugging Just the cut, hills? Hugging the hills, yeah. cutting across. Yeah, well— yeah. This is Napa County, and we yeah, all exactly. love our vineyards, yeah, know. right? Yeah. You know, I, th I the, the latest the latest development is actually um, extending Newell all the way to South Kelly Road, mm -hmm. which right. I am not in favor of at any point in time. I think we can actually um, revisit that way in the future. I think we have a the easiest opportunity to alleviate traffic on Twenty Nine is extending Newell to Green Island. To Green Island. Which at that point, you know, you could help with traffic, and in the future, you can take it up to South Kelly Road, which would be moving through the Hess property. Right. How does all of this impact the discussions in American Canyon vis-a-vis -vis other development? I mean, certainly there's, there's Watson Ranch, which you know well, and, and other housing projects, other development projects, Town Center, all these other things that, that you've all been talking about. How do you look at all those in light of these traffic discussions? You know, I, there's, only, there's two big pieces of development left in American Canyon, which is the Watson Ranch project 
um, on the east side of town and the Green Island Road Industrial District, which is on the west side of town, north of City Hall. That's it. Right. You build those two things out, everything that we develop from there on is infill, right? There's been talked in the past about building up Oat Hill. I don't, I think there's some earthquake line issues there now. Mm. Um, but that's it, right? And we're not that big of land-wise of a city. You have to, what I've always said is we have to build the city that we want to have in American Canyon and complete the vision that our founders had for us 25 years ago. American Canyon is a quarter century old this year. Yay. (laughs) There's some things that we need to get done. And I think, you know, if you do the Watson Ranch project, if you do the Green Island Road, if you extend Newell, um, you complete out Devlin, you know, we're going to be one of the great Bay Area's great cities. We will have five schools of seven that were built this century, right? And the middle school will be was built in 99. The only old school there from early on would be um, Donaldson Way Elementary. Yeah, Napa Junction is is probably go, is going to move right. per the district. Um, we will have a town center. We have a, um, the a unique town center, by the way. We will have the Napa Vine Trail. We will have the largest portion of the Napa Vine Trail in our city limits, going all the way north from the Green Island Road area south to to Vallejo. Um, you know, so as I think about those things, I have we, we as a community have to weigh the things that we've always complained about that we're missing, this sort of sense of place and identity, right? I said um, during my interview process, we need to be a destination, not a drive through And we have an opportunity to be a bedrock community, not a bedroom community. A couple of things to complete. And we'll have all of that. What can American Canyon do, in your view, to make itself more of a destination, to take advantage of, if nothing else, all of the tourism that passes through there all of the time? Well, I think I, I, I think we have to believe in ourselves, right? And we have to believe in the potential of what we have to do. Um, you know, and I think for folks that have been in the Valley for a long time that remember the Carneros, what is now the Carneros Inn, which was basically a mobile home park prior to being an $800 a night hotel space, right? Nobody could, you have to have the vision and imagine that, right? And we have an amazing site with the- That was a 10-year battle. It was a 10-year battle, yeah. But it's kind of a beautiful, it's a beautiful place right now. Right? Anybody, you talk to anybody longer that was here in the 80s about Yonville, right? Right. right. Yeah, Yonville until the French Laundry came along, right? It was a town that passed through as well. So what we have there that's unique beyond the location, um, proximity to the Bay Area, we, like we straddle two zones, right? So we're at the edge of the Bay and at the edge of Napa Valley, right? And our, I think our... Our community reflects that. But what we have is that old Portland cement land company, which a lot of people should go see. And if that's done or redeveloped properly, I think there's an attraction there, right? Combined with the open space and parks that we have to the new, to the Sulphur Spring Mountains right up on the hills and the Wetlands Edge Trail, um, 
yeah, it's it, there, there's a place there. How do you see American Canyon being impacted, if at all, in your view, by Napa Pipe once that finally starts to develop? Uh, we get to go to Costco, <laughs> right there. Uh, you know, as soon as Napa Pipe begins to develop, um, for for there's you know you got to remember there's a lot of people that still come up from American Canyon to go to Napa, but at the same time there's a lot of people that work south of there, right? Right. It's going to add to the regional traffic problem that we have. Right, so as those homes come online, as wineries expand, as tourism explodes, right, it continues to happen. The, the funnel that you have is SR twenty nine, right, and maybe Jameson Canyon Road um, if you have people coming from the Sacramento area, but the majority of it is from what I've seen here on weekends in downtown Napa. They're from the Greater right. Bay Area, right. right, and so I wouldn't, you know. Anything in terms of development and, con- you know, uh, contribution for traffic, it has to, we have to look at this regionally. It's going to be all of our problems. How is American Canyon dealing with the water issue these days? It's been, uh, certainly during the drought years, it was a, a tough issue for American Canyon. It really is a tough issue, was a tough issue, continues to be a tough issue as long as it doesn't rain. Thank goodness for rain that we have here. You know, we had a single source of water for us, which was a state water project coming out of the Baker Slough um, out in the Delta. And, you know, the state had the rights to tell us an allocation of water. We have a group called the Blue Ribbon Water Committee in American Canyon who's been working really hard to identify how we could gain more water resources. And that looked at everything from um, buying lakes here from Vallejo right, uh, looking at groundwater. Our water table is a little too low for that because we're right there on the edge. Um, um, and then also just buying it at market rates from Valet, who has, seems to have a surplus. But what we're most excited about, and particularly what I'm excited about, is uh, the Sites Reservoir, which is in Maxwell, just east of, west of Maxwell, California on 5, which the whole project on the Sites Reservoir is <clears throat> to funnel excess water or winter water from the Sacramento River. So it's not damming it, it's funneling it into that reservoir um, and storing it for us, right? So we lose a lot of storm water, and this is capturing the excess water Mm -hmm. coming down from the Sacramento. American Canyon has put together, um, is one of the first entities to put in the rights for that if it gets built. So we've already invested in that, and if that gets built and done, that will get 2,000 acre feet a year of water for us. We use about 2,500 or so on a heavy year. If we build out a little bit more, we'll probably be at about 35 to 4,000 acre feet a year. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that. There's a lot of political momentum for that, given mm-hmm. right. the drought, given Lake Oroville and their dam. Um, and it's coming from both sides, but either if you're the left or the right. Um, we, want, we need to build a new dam here in California or a new reservoir, and the site's pretty promising. And talk about how you're enjoying being involved in all of this on, on the political side locally. Uh, it's been a great experience so far. Um, you know, I've always been passionate about the city of American Canyon. I've been passionate about the people. Um, and being able to represent them and to um, 
help guide the city in policy and direction um, uh, has been a privilege, been a privilege, and I'm, and I'm excited to do more. You're looking forward to running for office uh, for the seat in your own right in a couple of years? It's not even a couple not of years. Not even a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like flown yeah. by. Yeah, it'll be no, uh, you know, I mean, so the election, will be, I'll be part of this wave that happens in November of 2018. Right. You know, I've talked to a, a couple of electorates, electorates that have come through here and who've been elected the first time. Supervisor Gregory is one of them. I said, when do I have to get ready? He's all, now. October at the latest, <laughs> you know, so uh, we'll, we'll be ramping that up and, um, you know, but we'll, we're, we're, I'm excited about doing more. And what are the other issues? What are the other parts of this that, that get you excited? You're obviously passionate about American Canyon. What are some of the other things that you would like to initiate and see happen and, and, and sort of have really have a role in as, uh, as a member of the council now? Well, I, I think there's, there's a lot to do for branding and getting American Canyon known, right? And so I talked to you about uh, being a generation old. I think what you're seeing around the county, there's a generational shift in leadership as well, right? Um, American Canyon is entering a new time. I don't have the history, you know, the early history of forming American Canyon, right? And so you talk to anybody with history around here there seems to be a lot of baggage and things like that i'm not really interested in that right we have an opportunity to create one of the bay area's great cities right the pieces and places are in there they're just not interlocked yet right and as i put that together right and i think about what we can do um in that situation uh that's the work that i'm going to be focused on is to making that place a wonderful place to live american canyon city council member david oro i thank you so much for coming in thank you for having me thanks for listening to napa broadcasting.com napa valley radio for the way we live now